What's good? I'm Miles Amadez Proud. And I'm Handsome Bane. Both members of the Hyphen Podcast Group and hosts of their best podcast. Enough with the humbleness. We're here today for two reasons. <laughs> to talk to you about the coronavirus. And because old man Connolly had us deemed essential workers. But in all seriousness, this isn't a laughing matter. So here are some tips to keep you safe. If at all possible, limit the amount of time you have outside and around others. Please, stay home. When returning from the store, make sure to wash your hands and sanitize all packaging, as well as your shoes. The virus can live in your shoes for five days. No, seriously. Stay home. Please, don't visit friends or family. Don't congregate at the parks or anything social. Stay home. Well, that's all. Please be safe and take this as serious as it is. Believe it or not, this is going to be life as we know it for a while. Thank you for your time. Blurt up. Uh, I swear to God, if one of you stupid niggas get my mom sick, you'll have to stand behind God when I see you. I'll blow this your lungs This has been a public off. service announcement brought to you by the Hyphen Podcast Group. You gotta isolate the sick, and I mean really isolate them. We gotta get everybody else back into the house. We gotta keep them there. We're doing this. No, we're not doing it because I just drove through a hundred people. And if one of them has got it, then ten of them have got it. And if one of them gets out, then we're in deep fucking shit. Sinuses. And can I get the morning after pill, please? Excuse me? Can I get the morning after pill? I can't hear you. The morning after pill? I still can't hear you. The morning after pill. I can't sell it to you. Why not? You don't have a vagina, sir. It's not, it's nasal spray. You need to buy it in person. What? Why? Oh, this is so humiliating. It's not humiliating. Okay, I mean, stuff like this happens all the time. Condoms break, or people forget to use them, or they just go missing. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I also want you to know, if you are pregnant and choose to keep the baby, I'll quit school, get a job, and provide for you both. When did you last have sex? Last night. Obviously. Did you use contraception? Yes. I think so. The prophylactic's missing. Sorry, I'm not here. When was your last period? Two weeks ago. Have you taken the emergency contraceptive pill before? No. Why do people keep asking me that? I'm not a slut. Does anyone in your immediate family have any health problems? My dad has MS. He was diagnosed last year. It's quite bad. So can I have the pill or not? Maybe 25 pounds. It's his penis. He's paying for it. Please don't tell anyone I was here. I have no idea who you are. That's impossible. Everyone knows who I am. Good. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> I sound better this time. You, you do sound I'm better. I'm not sick. 
I don't think you sounded that sick last time. Oh, well, maybe it was just in my head. So, <laughs> no, you said you were definitely sick. I believe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel a lot better. So, I'd like to welcome everybody. <laughs> Hi, y'all. To the nicest place I've ever recorded hyphenation, <laughs> next to the roof of that hotel that me and Gary were at a couple summers ago. And there's no wind this time. Look at those cool ass drums. Oh, wow. There must be an African drum team. There probably is. That is fun. So Tyler suggested we record this gorilla style because he came all the way from where he now lives and he's left me. To Clarksburg. Yeah, to Clarksburg. And I said, I'll meet you halfway. And so he planned it out so that he would be in Morgantown. And I was, he's like, I'll just call you when I'm ready. So welcome to the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast. I'm your host, Kellen Conley. In case you don't recognize his voice, Tyler is here. He he did the Hamilton episode with me last year. They all remember. And congratulations. (laughs) It was the most played episode last year. Yeah. It was. Had a little bit to do with Hamilton and a lot to do with you, I'm sure. Oh, of course. Yes. All my four fans watched it. Four fans. Picked us up four more people. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, you will not believe this shit. Sorry, side note. No. Uh, James and I went to eat somewhere in Clarksburg, and Mm -hmm. this girl was like, this is going to sound really weird. She was like, did you do shows at Fairmont State? I'm like, yeah. Which already, I'm like, that was, I think it's been like four years since I've done a show there. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah. She goes clear back to a 2011 show. She was like, you were like a priest or something. I'm like, I only played a priest in one show. It was Cinderella. I had like all these ensemble roles and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she remembered me, and she was like, I just remember that you were so good. And I looked at James, I said, can you imagine if she saw me in a real thing? I was like, where I actually got to play somebody. Right. And I was like, she thought the priest was good. Wow. I could blow her mind now. That, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I was like, this is so weird. Knowing you and how everybody responds to you, the most popular person at our job, like the star <laughs> of the Christmas party. They were like, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Like, you ain't even work with him. I didn't, I didn't want to say anything. You don't, you don't know him. <laughs> you don't know he been through. You don't. It's real in these his streets. Life. Exactly, his life. Um, so Tyler's here. We're doing this again. It was like last January, last time, and now it's February. And we've come together to talk about some Netflix shows. It's been a year since the last one. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, man. It, it's been a minute. See you next year. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't say it like that. You make me sad. Uh, Tyler and his husband watch a lot of TV, mm-hmm. including Hands Made Tale and um, what is the Man in the High Castle? Yeah, uh, we haven't finished that yet. And Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh God, yeah. Watch and- Marvelous Mrs. Maisel right now. Turn mm-hmm. us off. Go watch it. Come back. No, no. Finish go, this. Pause this. Go to your Amazon Prime and make add sure it to that you list. Yes, add it to your list. I like it. Do what he says. And then it's ready for you. Then come back and play, play on this again. It's so good. And I'm going to drop some knowledge right here, right Do now. Do it. Uh, there is a wonderful show that just dropped yesterday, maybe the day before. It's on Prime. And it is called... Hunters? Hunters, yes. 
Because I saw James talking about Al Pacino. Oh my God, it's yeah. so good. If you like Al Pacino, Who doesn't go like watch Al Pacino? it. If you like anything, go watch it. It was, I mean, it was so, it's so good. We, we, we're like three and a half episodes in because James fell asleep halfway through the fourth one. I'm like, it got really quiet. And I'm like, oh, he's sleeping. <laughs> it is like the cast is wonderful. The story is um, like, uh, it's based off a, a true story. And it's where like after the Holocaust, like survivors came and found refuge over here. Well, some of the people who were running the camps came over here too and we're living like new lives and they are seeking them out there's a group of jewish people well they're not all jewish there's a nun in the group yeah and there's um uh i'm, I'm trying to think like there are a couple non-jews but they are they are finding these nazis and killing who are them, hiding who are hiding in america and, wow. and trying to get the it looked really good. Trying to trying to get Nazis yeah. like back back in business, and they're hunting them down and taking them out. Nice. In the first five minutes of this show, oh god! In the first episode, there has to be at least twenty to thirty people die. Oh and damn! It's, it's, it's a high body count. It, I know. <laughs> in episode one, I'm like, this is freaking great. Right. I can't wait to finish it. Uh, I mean, so there's your first recommendation. Check yes. out Hunters on Amazon Prime along with uh, those other shows we mentioned. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Well, I'm glad to watch it now. Uh, what else do you watch? You've watched Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black. Which I still haven't finished. And Grace and Frankie <laughs> Grace and is Frankie, another one of your you off shows. And you watch a lot of the singing competitions. Yeah, uh, American Idol kicked back up. Mm-hmm. Um, we only watched the first episode. It was really good. Um, they tore some kid apart. Did they? Oh my God. He's, he sounds good. He's not the best, but he was there the year before. Like for the open casting, they tore him apart? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was there the year before they gave him a golden ticket. Well, something happened in his life and he didn't go to Hollywood. Okay. So he was like, he's like, I'm back. Like, what's up? And like, Mm, so cocky. cocky. And, um, Oh God, Lionel Richie was like, "I don't like you." Hello, he's like, "Hello, <laughs> I don't like you anymore." <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, he, he did. He was like, "I don't like you. I don't like your attitude. I think it's really piss poor, and um, I really don't want to send you through." Damn. He was like, "Because you sound good, but you're not that good." Yo, 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 what up? It's your boy, SB the Ghost. I want to shout out Kellen hyphen Conley and his podcast, Hyphen Nation, which just had his 100th episode, Hip Hop Manifesto, and the Hyphen Podcast Group. I want to say congratulations. Love is love. From SB the Ghost, LOX, D-Block. Keep doing what you're doing. And shout out to Shivery because he cared about y'all and love y'all. Salute. Ghost told you so. It's like, oh, shit. Wow, he went from a golden ticket to not making the show. Oh, no, he, they put him, they put oh, they him, put him through. through. But okay. they, I mean, even Katy Perry was said something, but Lionel ripped him a new one, and it was it was great. Damn. So it's really good, and then we just finished America's Got Talent, The Champions. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have been watching Mass Singer a little bit. How is that? Everybody <sighs> says it's addicting, and... I have to say, I didn't watch the Super Bowl episode. I was sick of TV at that point. But I have watched the episodes. Uh, 
I normally come in about halfway through on Wednesday nights mm-hmm. and I've been watching for the past few weeks. And it's fine, and I feel like I'm more just watching it because I kind of am watching Lego Masters right now, which comes on after. And I have some thoughts about Lego Masters, but I'm saving it for another pod. <laughs> so I'm going to spare y'all for now. That's all but right. it's I can see how it's addicting, and Nick Cannon's fine, and the, the judges panel is fine. Like, Jenny McCarthy's awesome, other than she's an anti-vaxxer. Um, <laughs> uh, Ken... Uh, Ken um, Oh, Wait till the coronavirus gets Jung? your ass. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what is it? Yeah, oh, Ken, Ken Jung. Yeah, from The Hangover. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he's on there. He's, he's great. Um, Robin Thicke's on there. And then they normally have, they'll have a celebrity uh, guest, a judge on there. They didn't have one this past week. And then Pussycat Doll, Doll's Girl, Nicole Schesinger, is on there. I like her. And, yeah, so it's that's fine. But the thing is, like, they're trying to make it really hard to figure out who it is. So yeah, you've never seen it? I know they give you clues. Yeah, they're and... like do these little video montages, and then like the clues are so obscure. Like unless you really like, know they someone, they once ate a banana. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And then they're doing these like there's different like the, the whatever it was is on like a football field the other day, and there was and like they used to cheer and blah blah blah. Like you really have to know these people, and then they sing, and of course it's not people. Who like oh that's Katy Perry like you would know immediately yeah um like Little like, Wayne was like the first guy got eliminated he like he was on the first episode Drew Carey was on the one I watched and he sounded fine but all his clues were like like one of his clues was Seattle and like he's like like they're like oh we saw the Space Needle you're from Cleveland he's like yeah but I did stand up comedy in Seattle like how are we supposed to know that. And so it, it's fine. I, I just don't see the whole appeal of it. And everybody's in the cute little costumes and the suspense. Yeah. Everybody in the audience is having such a fun time. And it's like... They're paid man, to do that. I mean, yeah. I, I don't get it, man. Uh, it's something that we like have refused to start. Yeah. Because I'm like, what's going to happen is we're not going to be as enthused about it, but we're going to want to know. Mm-hmm. So we're going to want to finish it. Yep. And I'm just like, I'm not ready to start that. Yeah, it, it's not something. I, that's not a recommendation for you. <laughs> Even though I'm probably going to turn it on this Wednesday before Lego Masters, whatever. If nothing else is on, yeah, well, watch normally, Lego Masters. Lego Masters comes on after, it, though. But turn it on a little. If bit If I start before. watching something that's not live TV, I'm not going to watch Lego Masters. I'll be watching Frasier or something. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Frasier always bored me. I I think I'd like it way. now, but I think yeah, I used to. I always watched uh, uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Whose Line, yes. And as soon as Whose Line was off, it would start playing, I think. Mm-hmm. Or was it something else I'd watch and that would come on afterwards? Because I felt like after Whose Line was a 700 Club, and I'm not doing that. Uh, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> so I'm like, mm, we're good. Um, but yeah, I, it, it, it was just never my favorite it wasn't mine either i like cheers as a kid Mm -hmm. and i started cheers a few years ago on netflix and it was just kind of one of those things like you feel like you've seen it so many times yeah where it's like you you're just have it on the background and then i just kept seeing like in random places how good fraser was how good fraser was and i was like let me give fraser a try long time everybody Seemed to like it. Uh, yeah, it was on for 11 seasons. Shit. Yeah, 11, 11 full 24 episode seasons. I, I'm, I just it. got this episode, or season six, episode one. And Golden Girls only had eight? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think that had more to do with 
I think if Dorothy hadn't left, if oh, yeah. uh, B. Arthur hadn't been done well, yeah. when she was done, because they did the Golden Palace thing. Yeah. And that didn't really hit the way Golden Palace did. I think that only ran for one. Yeah, it was only one season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I've really enjoyed Frasier. That's true. I didn't think about it. That would have ran longer if they didn't want to. And some of the stuff. Um, that was my chair. I didn't fart. Oh, that's okay. If you <laughs> fart, it's fine too. I'll just go across the room. Like, uh, so, yeah. Tyler, anyway. Because uh, I know how you are. I tossed the mic back and forth. Oh, man. Uh, so. I'm going to try to stop watching Mass Singer. I'm try, I'm waiting Skip for Angel to be like, "Are we going to turn on Mass Singer?" I'm like, "Oh God, no, <laughs> I don't no, wanna. I don't want to. I can leave the room now if I have to." Yeah. Where did you go? Oh, I'll be in there in a second. I'm pooping. <laughs> so, so you came to me one day mm-hmm. and you said, "You have to watch this show, Sex Education." Yes. And I was like. So I was like, I'd seen the trailer because when the show comes on Netflix, especially when it's first season, they'll always have that featured show on there. And then if you're really a Netflix power user and you use like your uh, devices and stuff to watch it, you'll have recommendations. And, oh, this came out new. And then, you know, there's always those lists on the Internet new coming to Netflix and you'll see Netflix original. <laughs> Netflix is 25 things they put out in a month between movies and TV shows. And you're like, you got to watch Sex Education. And I was like, okay. And you're like, so I'll tell you right now, the very first scene, there's, they're, there's, they're very graphic. There, there's a lot of sex going on. Well, that's what I was thinking when you were like, let's, let's talk about this. If you don't want to see a wiener or a boob or a vagina or a butt, don't watch this. Or if you don't want to hear them talking about all those things, like every single scene, don't watch this show. If you have an aversion to perversion, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's not even perverted. If you have any no. kind of thing where it's like, oh, I don't, I'm not into that. Okay, it's yeah. not for you. Yeah, now you right. can turn the pot off and go watch. No, because we'll talk about another show too. Yeah, uh, yeah, and come back and later for when we talk has, about the other that show. That has no peeners in there. So. There, there, there is no peeners. Um, <laughs> there are no peeners there. No. Oh, well, there's one other thing I want to tell you before we get into sex education. I started watching Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist last night. Is it good? It's interesting because I, I fell asleep on it. It wasn't that it was boring. <laughs> I was just extremely tired. Um, I haven't been... Uh, y'all know me. I don't sleep. I stay up late real late because I'm like, oh, everybody's asleep. It's party time. And then I roll into work for like three days in a row off four hours sleep and then next night I crash. And that's what happened last night. Uh, it just crashed. It happens. But I um, started watching it and it's it's interesting. I'll get y'all a better review once I watch it, but you'll never guess who Zoe's neighbor is. Alex Newell. Well, I said no. I saw the freaking. Uh, I've seen the trailers, and I'm like, I'm I didn't just, see. I didn't remember seeing him in that. I was like, I well, it's like the first trailer is almost like nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like one little pop. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, I think that's what that was. That was him. Oh my. God, and he is singing, like, and she's like his neighbor, and she's like, like she gets mad when she's on her way to work, and she's like, and he's like, he's like, hey, how are you, you know, and she's like, and I was like, Angel, I was like, that's a gift from the Glee Project. I don't think she watched the Glee Project. She's like, um, okay. 
And she's like, why are you always singing? And he's like, blah, blah, blah. I just love to sing and all this stuff. And, and, and he's awesome. And he sings a bunch of songs. And then another point, she comes home after she starts hearing people singing music, because that's the whole premise. She's hearing people singing music in their heads. Um, I don't know exactly what happened. I don't know the cause. I fell asleep. Sorry. I don't even know if they get into it in the first episode. But she comes home and then she hears uh, Alex singing again. And she's like, she's like, are you really singing or is it in my head? And he's like, I don't have anything in my head. I'm totally baked right now. <laughs> <laughs> he he is so good. Yes. I I watched, I don't know why, but I I decided to check out the the other guy that's playing the role that he played mm-hmm. on Broadway. Right. He's not. Of course, he's not as good. He uh, sounds good. What was the name of that? Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Once upon this island, you said once Once on this island. Damn it! Um, I I had island. You said once. Okay. He's he's good, but he. I mean, the singing. Oh, well, that's like there's an energy that he brought that this new guy doesn't. But I'm still. I'm excited. Maybe it's different because it's shitty quality. YouTube, YouTube video mm-hmm. off a cell phone, you know, I can only imagine that it's even better in the room, you right. know, but <laughs> I'm mad. Such a good singer. I, I, I pulled it up just to tell you that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, well, I'll have to watch that. I I'm will sure tell like y'all anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to finish it. And it, it's got uh, the lead actress. Her name is... Google's loading the page. I'm surprised they got service down here. Jane Levy and Skylar Aston's in it I know. from Pitch Perfect. Peter Gallagher, Lauren Graham is in it. Um, Mary Steenburgen. And I love me some Mary Steenburgen. I don't care how old she is. Who is she? You know Mary Steenburgen. Mary Steenburgen, Ted Danson's <gasps> wife. Listen, I can never remember what the hell her name I've is. I've been in everything. love with her since Back to the Future 3. Everything that she's in... James and I go, I love her. Yes. Cannot tell you who the hell she is. She showed up on like, Last oh. Man on Earth, and oh. I was just like, ah. Oh. Like, I, I, I'm not going to lie. She's I am so sexy. Yes, yes, she is. I am so attracted to that woman. I don't care. I She's like her. 70. I, she, but she looks I can't help her it. Age. 67, she yes. Newport. She Newport, looks like Arkansas. she's in her 50s. If. Right. Yeah. She looks good. You go, Ted Danson. You, you go. know who else looks good? Who? The mom on sex education. <laughs> We're going to get the Gillian. How old is she? Let, let's find out. So, sex education, guys. We are all over the place. We haven't seen each other in a minute. I don't know if yeah. y'all noticed. Yeah, give us a minute. Yeah. Uh, she's 51. She's, okay. Yeah, she'll I mean, be 52 like, in August. She, she looks 40s. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't absolutely. say 50 at all. But. I'm so glad to see her in a role that's not X-Files. Because I never got into X-Files. I never watched X-Files. I didn't know who she was, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, starting this. Um, but I, is she someone that instantly when she walks, like when she's on screen, you're like, she's done shit before. She is good. Mm-hmm. She knows what she's doing. Right. And also, a lot, of, a lot of the cast, I don't know how famous some of these people are because... They do a lot of British TV. Yes. And British movies that aren't necessarily our Cross first. Over. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I know about Aza Butterfield is Aza or Aza? You have any idea? I think it's Asa. Okay, Asa. Um, he's the he's the actor. He plays Otis in the show. I know he was up for Spider-Man when they recasted him a few years ago, and it ended up going to um, Tom Holland. 
Um, I, I think he was up for it. He um, he was in the boy in the striped pajamas. Yes, Angel loves that movie. She shows it to her kids every year. That mm, yeah, mm. that's a real movie. Watch that movie. Yeah, that's a recommendation. Um, it, he he was in that. He was in. Um, he's he's done a lot. He was in. Um, uh, oh my God, Miss Peregrine's. Home oh, for extraordinary, trouble, extraordinary youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's extraordinary it. children. Extraordinary yeah. children. Um, he's good. Everything I've seen him in is really good. He did like uh, some kind of science fiction movie too, or something like uh, uh, like the Hunger Games. It wasn't the Hunger Games, but one like, of those like Divergent kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Gotcha. When um, they were making all those, and then they're like, "Oh, these aren't making the money that Hunger Games yeah, made. Oh, what are we doing?" <laughs> crap mm-hmm. but he's he's really good um he's i watched something that said he's estimated to be worth like 14 million dollars or something like he's it. i believe it man. they're they're up him and jillian like they are neck and neck oh yeah so basic premise of sex education it's about high school uh, the high school is called Mordell Secondary School. Um, I wouldn't know that off the top of my head without having my notes that I had to go procure. <laughs> procure. But it was worth it. Um, and it's about high school. And Otis is the son of Dr. Gene Milburn, who is a well-known sex therapist, a respected author in her field. And when we first meet her, she is sliding it up. And we we celebrate sluttiness here at Hyphenation. So... <laughs> Yay, sluts. <laughs> That's going to be the name of the podcast this Yay, episode. Sluts. Yay, sluts. Yay, sluts. Uh, sexual education. There you go. Yay, sluts. And Otis is... A well-rounded education. A well-rounded education. So Otis is, of course, a virgin and coming into his own as a teenager and Otis has problems with uh, sex, with sexual experiences in his own life, but because of his mother and his father, um, Remy, who uh, has more to do in season two. There's two seasons, by the way. That's why we waited to do this, because season two came out in January. I said, let's meet up in February. Here it is, February 22nd, and we're making this happen, because Tyler's awesome. So, yeah, he, he has a lot of knowledge about sex. He just doesn't have the experience part. And he's a bit a bit stunted when it comes to that part so that that's that's the whole premise of our show and we get introduced to a whole cast of characters so i figured the easiest thing to do go ahead i'm really excited to talk about something that happened in season two okay that i feel like didn't happen let's go it doesn't feel right no because i was going to say like since there's so many characters and there's two seasons we could just kind of go but we'll start with otis and the things that's happened to him and then gene and and kind of just build and talk about things and branch from there but go for it well i mean we got to get into it (laughs) there's no rush but so otis well in season one otis like can't even masturbate he can't he's not even like spoilers Okay. So, yes. Yeah, Last warning. Well, I mean, that's at least within the first five minutes. Oh yeah, at. it absolutely. So is. he uh, first actually, five minutes of season trailer, two. <laughs> if you watch the trailer, yes. oh my god! So, I sent you the picture. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, he's in a car. I was like, he was doing. So season one. That should be the cover image. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> You want Facebook to kick me off? There, well, yeah, <laughs> what kills me is, so season one, he, like, can't masturbate. And his mom's like, 
it's okay if you're not. Just like don't pretend to be. Like right. you don't need to. Because he's wanting he was, her. To he was find faking out. it. Yes. He he because he doesn't want her to think he's weird and her to be a therapist to him. His parents' approval is a big part of why he is the way he is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And when, um, I mean everybody's. Is and they're divorced, mm-hmm. so he's living with his mom. Rightfully his dad's so. Not really in the picture at all. Um, but. Like end of season one, spoiler again. Uh, like he, like the literally the last scene, the last scene is mm-hmm. him whacking it. Yeah, because he kissed um, Ola. Right. What do, what do they call it? What do they call it? Wanking. 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 Because it's British, so <laughs> that takes you a second to get mm-hmm. all their their uh, slang. But he's he's wanking and. Um, <laughs> Opening of season two, wank and wank away. I would kill me because you know it's one thing to see like a wiener just hanging there, but it was like opening of season two was like here's. I mean, it's in his pants, but still, yes, it's like, here's his boner. Here's like, his boner. Here's, here's his boner. And for the first, I have to say that the opening of just go start season one, everybody. Yeah, please start season one if you haven't already. Yeah. Just go. If you're watching it now, that's fine too. Because <laughs> the uh, the opening of both seasons are freaking amazing. Yes. Because the opening of season one, I've never been more excited about like an opening to shit. Now the hunter is pretty good, <laughs> but uh, like just I mean they get into it. The first five seconds, like. Two people were just going at it. Amy and Boobs Adam. Just whipping everywhere. Yes. That was great. And then season two, opening, whacking, 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 whacking. Everywhere. Everywhere. Like, my God. Car. That's too. I went, his mom got out of the car, and I looked at James. I said, he's not going to whack it in this car. I, uh, and then I remembered that you sent that picture. I'm like, oh, God, he's going to whack it, and it's going to go all over. I'm like, she's going to come back. She's going to come back. Don't touch yourself. Don't touch yourself. I forgot my purse. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do that closer. <laughs> like that all over the place. <laughs> where else? Where else was he pulls it. He pulled around. over off the... He was riding his bike. He rides his bike to school. He pulled over, went behind the tree, and this dude is just punishing himself behind the tree. I don't get... I, never never have I ever... No. <laughs> no, he would win never have I ever. No, lose if he's a drinking game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'd be really drunk. Yeah. Oh, oh speaking of really drunk. Oh, I God. Mean, let's start with season one. Let's work our way through better. Okay. All right. So, um... So, the, oh... oh we didn't even really say, like, he opens, he starts selling sex advice. Well, he, well yeah. Like, essentially, <laughs> like, what happens is, um, how because does... we haven't even talked about no, season two yet, like, no. at all. Like, this is fresh. So we're excited, everybody. Yeah, Sorry. we're we're real excited. Um, essentially, Otis, um, do you remember what the first case was that they it was, got into? Um, it was Adam... Uh, he, he wasn't able to finish. Oh, his, Adam! Adam's the one that got him into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. see. Because Adam, Adam has a very large penis. Yes, Adam is well endowed. And we, shout out to Adam. Yeah, word up. <laughs> um, he can't finish. And he's dating Amy at that time. Yeah, and and she's upset about it, and then he ends up taking the uh, viagra and he can't get it down and he's freaking out and they run into him and he's like 
and then uh, Otis talks him through his feelings, right, and, and gets it calms him down, and it goes down. Right, that's and then right. Mm-hmm. Maeve is like, we need to sell this. Yes, and Maeve is our lead actress of the show, played by Emma Mackey, and she's your typical. To take it from Wikipedia, social outcast and bad girl, smokes cigarettes. Uh, everybody calls her cockbiter because um, of some rumor that she bit some dude's dick years ago. And, you know, she, her only friend is really Amy. Uh, she lives in a trailer park by herself because her mom is a drug addict, not there. Her brother um, is not there at the beginning of season one. He comes in later in season two or season one. Do we find out what happened to her dad? Is he dead? Uh, I'm not sure. Or if he was never in the picture. I, I cannot tell you that off the top no, of my she head. May not, she may not know who her dad is. That, that's quite possible. I can't remember. Her mother is Aaron, and Aaron comes back in season two, and mm-hmm. we get to see her a little bit. But Maeve is essentially this brilliant girl who everybody calls cockbiter, and she dresses in dark colors. Her hair is blonde at this point in season one, right? Or she got yeah, it, had, it had a bunch of different colors. Yeah, she had it. a bunch of different colors in it. Pink. And she happens to be dating Jackson Marchetti, who's the lead boy, head boy. Um, what is the head boy? It's uh, I, I, it's something over there that it's kind of like, I feel like it's like valedictorian or something like that. It's like, or student body president. I was going to say, like maybe that. student body yeah, president. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Um, she's dating Jackson, who is a competitive swimmer at school, like really good. And so everybody, even though she's this outcast, she's, no, she wasn't dating Jackson. They were just banging yeah, at first. like they, a lot. They were just, yeah, a whole bunch. And the reason it's like such a secret between them is because he's so popular and she is so... Not. not I mean, she's... She's not not popular. It's just that she's like made she's, herself this way. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's she's now everybody knows who she is, mm-hmm. but they don't want to be around her. And Otis, of course, nobody knows who Otis is. <laughs> <laughs> and so May, Maeve finds out that Otis gives sex advice after the whole Adam Groff incident. And so from there, she's like, "Hey, let's let's start a sex clinic, whatever." And then Otis is like, "Oh my God, I'm in love with you. I want to spend as much time with you as possible. Let's do this." Yes. And then Eric. Who is Otis's best friend, and Amazing. I love Eric. I love Eric. Eric is so good. His openly gay best friend, who comes from a religious Ghanaian Nigerian family. Um, I, I just love Eric. Eric's like, oh, and I love his the way he talks too. He has probably one of the best, the best. Uh, I don't want to say uh, accents because obviously it's how he talks. The best. The most musical sounding voice on oh, the yeah. show. He, like when he talks, is I wish I could do it. I can't do it. You know, I'll just ruin it. I don't want to do it. Um, go watch it. Go watch it. Yeah, Listen go watch it. Uh, so they he's they so start. Good. Oh my god! They start the sex clinic, is what they call it. And so Maeve is in charge of setting up appointments and handling the money, um, I believe. And then Otis um, gives the goes advice. and gives the advice. And various mishaps happen during the season. There was the girl who wasn't turned on by her girlfriend. And her girlfriend's like, what's wrong with you? Blah, blah, blah. And her girlfriend's like, uh, nothing. Blah, blah, blah. Nothing. And then Otis eventually figures out, oh, she's banging this other girl. And she's totally not into you, you know, anymore. And what else? Of course. Um, um, a picture of a skanky vagina. Oh, around. yes. That was Ruby's. In my, is, is that right? Was it Ruby or Olivia? It was one of the, un, what do they call them? Um, I th- it wasn't Ruby's. It wasn't Ruby's? No, I think it was... Or was it Olivia? Was think, it the other untouchable? Because there's two was, girls, and then there's Amwar, who's in Untouchables, along with Amy in the first season. 
I th- it was Olivia's. It was Olivia's. Yeah. And Olivia's the Indian girl. Yes. Who we found out more about <laughs> in season, season two. two. Her and her smothering fetish, apparently. Oh, my God. <laughs> so season one is, uh, what I like is they, they're very distinct mm-hmm. in what they are. Season one, by the end of it, they don't, they, they stop selling sex advice. Right, and then season two, everybody's wanting it again, and it kind of the what was what was the outbreak? Oh, gonorrhea, gonorrhea, gonorrhea. Yeah, everybody thinks they're. Yeah, I, I love don't that think it was herpes. <laughs> no, everybody's wearing masks. Oh god, because <laughs> they think they're going to catch the, it. From they the walked air. into the school, looked like episode one of The Walking Dead. It was freaking <laughs> crazy. Like Otis and Eric came in, or chlamydia. It was chlamydia. Oh, chlamydia. Yeah, and there's masks, and even the teacher, freaking dumbass, Mr. Hendricks, the um, music teacher, science teacher, he's got a mask on it. And it, oh god, he's so stupid. Um, he's wonderful though. So one of my, uh, one of my favorite things about season one is, well, if we're going to just start with Gene, Gene of course is divorced from Remy, which is Otis's father. He's back in America. And he's selling books or whatever. He's still writing books. And Jean hasn't written books in a while since they got a divorce. And her whole arc in season one is essentially her trying to deal with having a teenage boy um, who won't talk to her about anything. And then she's having random hookups and stuff. And then Otis treats the hookups like trash or whatever because she kicks him out immediately and she never sees him again uh, pretty regularly. And then Jean has something fixed at her house. And she meets Jakob. 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 Um, and I gotta say, man, Jakob, I thought Jakob was cute in season one and season two. I was like, I was like, man, that's a dreamy ass dude right there. I can't even lie. I mean, I don't know. I don't find any. You don't like Jakob? No, I love them together. Yeah. Well, he shaved down a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, there, and there's a butt that you see. I love. I didn't care about the butt. They're they're doing (laughs) sexy things on the couch, (laughs) and he jumps up because Otis comes home, and when he falls back, it breaks the coffee table. Yes, that was season two. Yeah, when him and Ola walked in. That was great. Um, she meets Jacob. They end up hooking up, and then eventually, by the end of season one, they are dating. So Gene's whole arc is dealing with Otis, and then meeting Jacob, and getting over what we thought were her fears of commitment to actually be in a relationship with Jakob and everything. So I, I thought that was um, a good arc for her. And of course she has several funny moments where she has clients come in and they're talking about <laughs> what's wrong with them and everything like that. <laughs> and like in season two, there's one point she has a couple in there and the wife's just bawling. They're, and, they're the couple that's in season one. Oh, it's the same it's couple? It's the same couple. Oh God. And then, and then the wife's bawling, and then she's like, he told me that he didn't want to spend time with me or something like that. And, and Gene looks at him and like, is that true? Did you tell her you didn't want to be around her? He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just starts crying again, man. Um, well, yeah, I think it's that same exact couple. I think they're in there mm-hmm. like. I really want like, to watch season one again. Now. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's been a while. I think that's why I'm. I'm we're I'm, fuzzy. Yeah, we're we fuzzy. We watch a lot of stuff too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that didn't help. Um, let's see. Going to Eric. Eric's whole arc is he's been openly gay for years at school. Um, he dresses a certain way. It's It's not. Completely cross-dressing, but I mean, it's very feminine effects. Is that the way you would put it? Well, I feel like he wears um, a lot of loud clothes. Yes, he does. It's not necessarily, you know, not only is it like a skinny jean, it's, it's a like 
lime green skinny jean with like purple flecks through it and like <laughs> and you know it's just right. like whatever you can get away with at school and he wears a lot of what's nice is he wears he wears a lot of african patterns I yes feel. he does you know so he brings a little bit trust of, me i'm african uh, <laughs> not really but i think i have more african shirts than you do. shut up you do <laughs> But that it's, beautiful shirt. You know, I think that that's something that he's he's bringing that to there. But mm-hmm. it's it's a lot for everyday school. Yeah, for uh, some people, for him, it's nothing. But and somebody that we didn't see in season two, who I absolutely ended up falling in love with in season one, was Eric's dad, um, who like throughout all of season yes. one. Yeah, Where nothing. Was dad? I don't know. Like we saw mom, we saw sisters. Didn't see dad at all. I don't know. I I, I want to rewatch the last episode mm-hmm. to see. I don't even think he showed what, up at to the um to, to, to the, the awesomeness that was that uh play they put on. But no, he was not in it at all. And no. that's what just I, I wanted to watch the last episode of season one to see if anything was if he mentioned said anything. about like right. going somewhere or not wanting to be around i, don't I know. wonder if it was just a scheduling conflict or maybe they felt like we dad's arc was kind of part in season one we don't need him to be he didn't he wasn't even in the church though no, he wasn't anywhere yeah, he wasn't in church or anything so it had to be a scheduling conflict now i'm wondering what uh what he was doing i try to say his name but it's too beautiful for me to slaughter so i'm not even going to try um he's on the second page right there no. Nope. Yep. Not going to slaughter it. Uh, in season one, their whole, his whole arc was, of course, dealing with a son who knows he's gay at a young age. But the da- what's wonderful is the dad was okay with it. Right. Right. That's the thing. Like the he's, whole season. He's worried that his mom is not going to be mm-hmm. right. good. And or that he's going to have problems. It was outside, more the reaction you know, like, of what the world could do to him. Yeah, is what it was because it yeah. came off that he was he was against it. Like every time we At saw first, him yeah, in season like, one, Ooh. it was like, man, his dad does not support this. Like this sucks. And eventually they have that heart to heart. I knew it was like the dad was okay with it when he walked in. I think Eric was like putting on makeup or something, mm-hmm. and his dad didn't say. Like take that uh, off. Like he says, take that off. Your mom may see you, mm, or something. Yeah. Like, and it's like he was protecting him from his mom because they are a really religious family. Yes, they are. And I love in season two that 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 was kind of like we're religious, but we love our son too. Yes. You know, I really mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I think that's an important thing to portray on these shows and stuff because so many times I feel like they're. From my experience, there will be gay characters and then it's like they don't get support from their family or if they bring religion into it, there's no religion there. But Eric kind of has like the whole package. He has his family, but then he still believes in God and stuff and his family supports him. Like he has a very good support system and his best friend uh, Otis is awesome about it. Like he never gives him a hard time about anything. I love I love them going to Hedwig. And they both dress up like I just I love that so much. Yes. I love Hedwig so much. Yeah, but they only had that fight after. I know they fought, but yeah. still. I mean, like, they made up. They fought in season two too at the hotel room. They were they were kind of yeah. going at it for a second, which that didn't last too too long. No, which was nice because Remy interrupted. He's like, oh, I'm getting divorced. What I like is season. I felt like both seasons did it really well. Like to. I felt like they both were 
each episode kind of has uh, a person that has an individual arc in mm-hmm. each episode. Right. Like they all who, get their own whoever story. he's going to end up helping in the end, normally within the first five minutes, that's who you see yep. going through some kind of sexual experience and oh, yeah. it not working out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then by the end, they have had an arc and they've worked through it or they haven't worked through it, but they acknowledge their problem right. or, um, you know, get up on a table and flop their dick out and say, I have a huge, <laughs> I have a huge penis. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Adam. Or with the vagina, everybody stands up and says, it's my vagina. Right. Which I loved. I'm Um, that baby's paw. (laughs) I forget. There was something I was going to say about season two, though, that was so... I'm so interested to see where they're going to go with season three, because season one was very much like... World building. Yeah. I felt like season two went in a different direction than Mm -hmm. season one. And it was like, it was like an extreme different direction. And at the end, spoilers at the end with his, him saying like, I was selling sex advice. Right. Like what's season three going to be? Yeah. There's more of a cliffhanger. There wasn't really a cliffhanger in season um, one. I feel like. No, they just, they gave it it, up. I mean, they even showed Eric or Eric Otis being able to, masturbated in season one so there wasn't a whole lot it was like okay jeans with Jakob, uh ola and otis are a thing kind of now otis can masturbate that was, and then it's like yeah in credits for season one you know but i mean even like it was like oh and adam was going to military school yeah yeah which i love the military school stuff mm-hmm. um i hate his dad so <laughs> it, let's get into him because yeah, he, he's the next guy him. i got i got Maeve next but then we let's talk about um Talk about Michael Groff, man. He's the he's the principal. He's the headmaster of Mordale. And he is trash. Trash. He is so trash. I was so happy. I know. Oh. Yes. End of season two. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Oh, I he see. Got, he got... I thought they would fire him, but then he just got suspended. No, yeah. I feel like that would have been... You need to take leave is, uh, is how she I, put it. I hope that they bring on Gene... As I was thinking that teacher. they might, yeah, because uh, um, I don't remember what the name of uh, his boss was. I don't think I highlighted her name. There is a chair of the school board. Was it Maxine? Does that sound familiar? I think so. Okay, so Maxine was uh, the chair of the school board who essentially had him take leave at the end of season two. But Michael Groff, Adam is his son, treats Adam like crap. Always has. I don't know why. He just always sees him as a fuck up. And has never really given him a chance. And then he's horrible to his wife, Maureen. And Maureen is an adorable little lady we find oh out in season God. two. And the whole thing is like, of course, Michael doesn't know that Adam is gay. Until bisexual. Bisexual. Which was exciting. <laughs> right. In my opinion, mm-hmm. for season two. So season one. Are we going to get into it? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's do it. So season one, Adam Adam picks on Eric through well, the whole... He's picked on him their whole lives, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all through season one, like, asshole, 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 mm-hmm. straight asshole. Yes. And then in, in the season one... Uh, they get detention together. They get detention together. And so Mr. Hendricks left Eric and left 
Adam in the music room to clean up. People or, who are sworn enemies. Yeah, left them in this room. Left them in this room to clean it up. That was their punishment for today. And if you can't beat them, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> That's another episode title. You can't beat him. Fuck, fuck him. him. <laughs> That's, uh, I, oh, I was so proud of myself. I'm going to, from episode one, I said they're going to do stuff. They're going to be. You caught it. Oh, and you didn't spoil it for me, which is awesome. Because no. I would go on my lunch, watch oh, it on my I iPad, text it. you during, come <laughs> back, and then talk to you about it. Yep. And y'all, I got to tell y'all, I'm not afraid to say it. Um, they're in the music room, whatever room, cleaning up and stuff. And then Adam just comes on to Eric, man, and they just start making out. And then Adam ends up going down on Eric. And that's all that happens, bro. I gotta say, that shit was like one of the hottest things in my life. It was. So, I'm I, not afraid to say it. I was, I was. I was like, I'd like to watch that again, but I have a limited amount of time on my lunch to keep watching this episode, or I would rewind it was that the last back. episode. Too. Yeah, and I was, I was floored by oh not only how well done, like shot, um, written, all that stuff, um, how well um, Eric and both the actors who played them, um, Eric and um, Connor Swindells. I would say Eric's name, but again, is too. Beautiful for me to mess up. I think it's Kuti Gatwa, maybe. Nakuti. Nakuti Gatwa. Um, but they did an excellent job with this scene, and you can just feel the, you could just feel Adam's frustration because uh, he was the guy who couldn't come at the beginning of the year. And um, at season one, when he was with a girl, with Amy. Tag. <laughs> and then he, he just kind of, realizes that maybe it's something he's always had in his head is like one of the reasons that he felt that way about Eric is like because Eric was something that he didn't feel like he could be that's Eric what's was so out. funny is that happened that have oh my god that happens more often than not like yeah. sometimes some of the biggest bullies towards gay people are the people who have those feelings mm -hmm. like problems and anyway and then I mean, even James has talked to me about it. I've I don't feel like I ever had somebody. I felt like I had people who didn't want to necessarily be close and be my friend that I think we could have been mm -hmm. because they were afraid that how because I I didn't hide anything and I just think that they felt like if they were around me, oh, what's it going to turn out to be? Right. Um. But with with James, he said that he had people bully him, which James wasn't even out in school. James, right. uh, you know, it was a it was a later thing for James, but he remember he even remembers picking on people because they were gay, mm -hmm. and he was like, I was an asshole to them, and I think this is a, and I think that's what whenever I he was having problems with his girlfriend, and then he's picking on him, picking on him. I I did. So happy. Oh, God. I was like, it's going to happen. And they paid it off. They're yeah. going, it's going to happen. I love their arc in season two. Yes. Yeah. So from them hooking up and then what did um Adam do to get kicked out of school exactly? Or what pissed off Mr. Groff to send him to military school? Do you remember? remember? So in the season one, Adam gets sent to military school. His dad's fit up with him way he's acting. He had Ma Maeve writes other kids test papers because she's fucking brilliant um and their essays and stuff he ended up winning an award and i think he may have found out 
that he didn't write it. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. that might have been what it was. He and Adam won an award for school. it, and Maeve really wrote it, and he found out, so he's in the military school. And so season two, Adam's in military school. And the thing is, he's trying really hard. Yeah. Like, that's the thing with, with Adam. Like, well, Adam, he knows this is his last chance. He knows this is his last chance. He's trying really hard. He's trying to get down with the... um. Almost sit down with the sickness. He's trying to um, get get down with the flow of being in military school. He's trying to reach out, make some friends. He uh, ends up smoking a joint with uh, two other guys who's in his class. And then he accidentally walks in on them hooking up. They're jerking each other off, wanking each other off. And he's like, I'm not going to tell anybody. It's fine. He walks out. And then because they're so scared of being found out that they were jerking each other off, they plant the weed on Adam. And he gets kicked out of military school. I was so mad. I'm Fuck like, them oh dudes, God. man. Well, what's funny is Adam, <laughs> Adam is a character that continues to try and try and try his best. And it's always one step behind what it needs to be. Right. And he, that's it, his, his dad wants him to be at a five and he's at a four. Right. And, you know, it's Hell, all, he's at a four eight sometimes. Oh, yeah. And, and it's and it's it's sad. And especially in season two. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. In season two, it just gets worse because once he gets kicked out of school, he goes back home and he, well, he's not allowed back in the school. And he, yeah, his dad won't readmit him. It's just a shitty situation. And he's working at the store where Ola works, and it's owned by Raheem's uncle, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, and or his Raheem, dad, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And Raheem is actually Eric's love interest in season two. He is a French transfer student who shows an interest in Eric, and he really shows an interest in Eric. Um, I loved Raheem the whole way through. We're going to talk about Raheem in a minute, though. It broke my heart when he got the keys of the store, Adam. And then he went to close the damn door. And as soon as he went to close, I was like, it ain't, ain't going to stay shut. And that bitch popped open and it got ransacked. And then his dad and then uh, the boss fired him and stuff for it. And he, his mom even told him, um, like, hey, go tell your dad that you lost your job and everything. And just let him know. And he couldn't even do it because his dad was living at the school because Maureen divorced his ass. That's right. And she made friends with Gene. That was great. And they went out dancing at a gay club and they were killing it. And I was like, yeah, I probably probably I probably try to holler at both of them if I was in that club. They the, their their connection that that was good. It was I like nice. seeing Gene needed with, that with another woman. Yes, like hanging that out, wasn't having a friend in that position. I mean, obviously She's she came and talked to her at the school. Yeah, but because Gene in season two after the whole um, chlamydia outbreak, they decide they need to bring in, because the normal sex uh, educator is uh, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Hendricks. And he's terrible at sex education. One of the reasons why Otis was able to start doing it, because he's so terrible at sexual education. Um, they bring Gene in as an advisor, essentially, to kind of talk to the students and do more educating, so to speak. And then Maureen ends up meeting Gene, and that's why um, Gene... And her were talking and they became friends because of that because Gene and Jakob end up breaking up because Gene is tired of him being up under her and she's having commitment issues again. And she's like, uh, Jakob, I don't know about this. And then he's like, oh, and then and then Remy came back, which is Otis's dad. He, he came back to see Otis. And really, he came back because he cheated on his current wife. 
because he's a sex addict, and that's the reason that him and Gene ended up getting divorced. He cheated on her, got caught, came up back over to see Otis, and then him and Gene are alone for we'll use what? that more of an excuse. For like a couple hours after Jakob made him dinner. Yes. <laughs> and Jakob leaves, and then... Gene and, and Remy are talking and drinking, and next thing you know, they're making out, and they're like three seconds away from penetration until some, uh, Otis came home. Otis That's came home. A, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and stopped the whole thing, and then Which she told Jacob. I'm glad Jacob, nothing happened. Yeah. Like I think that's going to help, them. considering everything that's going in, se- going in season three with Gene, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because um, Otis stops him, of course. She tells Jacob, um, and she was telling, and this is when they were fighting, because he gave her like, what a pan shelf or something, and she didn't want it. And it was during the day, and he's like, "I got three screws." And she tells him, and he's like, "Told you three screws." And then he, she never, he does, he just leaves, then talk to her. And then she tries to get back with him later, and he's like, "Nah, fam, not gonna do it." Tyler, oh my gosh! And then Gene starts having chest problems, and I'm like, "Oh God, something's wrong with Gene's heart." And the doctor's like, "Uh, we think you have a broken heart." Oh, and by the way, you're pregnant. <laughs> I, that's what's going to be so interesting. I mean, even in in the end of season one, there were still a lot of like, oh my God, how are they going to mm-hmm. do, like what what's going to continue on with see what's going to happen in season two? Well, this is our what's second gonna... pregnancy thing in the, in the series yeah. too. Um, it but... took me a while. I forgot that season one had uh, that was a rough pregnancy episode. and abortion. Yeah. It's okay. We say abortion here. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, let, let's jump to that. Maeve and Jackson, we talked about them hooking up pretty regularly. Maeve gets pregnant, and Jackson, of course, is a star athlete, star swimmer, going places, has two gay moms. Um, one is his birth mother, one is his uh, stepmother. And She's a bitch. Yeah. Uh, Sophia is the bitch, and then Roz is his biological mother. And so she doesn't want to... Ruin Jackson's life, so to speak. Be like, hey, I'm pregnant, you know. And so she goes to get an abortion, and then Otis goes and meets her, and she ends up and she tries to kick Otis out, and Otis like walks out, and she goes to the back, and they do the procedure, and she comes out, and Otis waited for her, and the whole He's thing so is sweet. he is so sweet. Otis, let's just we're, we're jumping all over the place, but I don't care. This is what it happens. It's, it's Otis and it's Maeve. Like, Otis has always been in the Maeve. Maeve never noticed Otis till he can make her money. But ultimately, because Otis is a sweet kid with a good heart, she starts falling for him. She reps him. She does. But she's with Jackson, and she's also, at points, I, I don't want to say she's in love with Jackson, but I definitely feel like she, towards the end, because they tried to be in a committed relationship. Yeah. She tried she, with Jackson. Well, yeah, and also, I, I feel like... Because she... Otis helped Jackson actually get um get with her by the author she's into and then try this and try that yeah it ended up working and then they became official and otis is like well fuck (laughs) that was stupid he tried to screw him over Mm -hmm. um i i i like them together of course they they set you up so much that you want her to be with otis yeah and and that's one thing that i'm glad didn't happen in season two you're Um, glad yeah I'm sick because you were mad when I texted you, though. <laughs> well, because no, the I'm character mad. in question I'm, who caused that. Well, I mean, Otis caused it. Let's be real. I know, but uh, I, like I, I'm I'm pissed at the guy for doing that. Yes. Um, Otis finally tells her that he loves her, 
in a message on her phone, but there's she kind of has another a new friend, and it's like a JoJo song. It's too little, too late. <laughs> uh, I'm listening. I'm trying to be fancy and set up the phone so I could get like an action shot. And it's not happening. But go ahead. Sure. You're happy they didn't hook up. Well, no, well, I, they. I felt like we had a good. They don't really do much together in season two. No, not a whole lot. Which was weird, and I'm hope I, I'm excited for the craziness that may come out of season three to get them. Okay, so Otis Otis says, "Hey, I love you," and leaves a message. Right. But in the message, I'm not filming. I just the message. <laughs> sorry, the message gets deleted by this new guy. His name is Isaac. Yes. Yeah. Which I like Isaac's character, and I. I did too. I don't want to say I feel bad for Isaac, because. He's, what paraplegic? Yes. What, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, you know like. Uh, I don't. What's good about him is I don't feel like he uses that at all. He doesn't. I feel like there are other there are other characters that I've seen that use that. I feel like he's. Just a nice guy that wants to be friends with Maeve, but he hears this message and deletes it. And I knew he was going to, and he's right. an asshole. He, he is a bit I of an asshole. Now I don't like him. He's just wanting to have his shot with her, too. Yeah. I get that. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, God. They really did keep Maeve and Otis apart this season, though. But um, that's good, too, because that's going to be one of those things. Like, once they're together... Now like, what? What are they going to do with the show? Yeah, uh, exactly. I keep looking. I, I know what shot I want. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, no, you're fine. That's one thing that um, the TV show, The Nanny. Oh, yeah. For the longer. Mr. Sheffield. Everybody wanted them together. Everybody wanted them together. Well, then they're together. What What do you do with the show? Well, that's the fun. It happened of it. with The Office with Jim and Pam. Because once Jim and Pam finally got together, it was like, oh, we had the wedding, everything. And then there was like four seasons after, after they were together. And of course, okay, we got to get Pam pregnant. And then the final season, they had this arc where a lot of people hate it, where it's like Jim started this job and this job without her letting her know. And he's in Philadelphia all the time. And there's this camera guy who's been filming them the whole time who is seems like he's moving in on Pam and there might be something there and all this. It's like, why don't like... I, I get we have to show the, the friction every now and then, but it's like you had all this build up to get to this point. And that's one of the things I'm going to give friends credit with. As much as everybody's like Ross and Rachel, Ross and Rachel, Ross and Rachel, Ross and Rachel. They went to that well so many times and then pulled it right back off from under you. Yeah. And then when they finally paid it off in the finale, people was like, yes, yes. And I heard that they're actually going to finally do a cast they reunion. Oh, I saw it this morning. I want them to be divorced <laughs> so bad, so bad. I don't want them to have been happy the whole time. I want I want them to be like, mm. and then like maybe I hope they don't do. I wonder how they're going to do it. Like I don't want them to do a movie or any, like I don't want them to do like a series. I don't want them to be like let's do, let's do ten episodes of Friends season eleven. Like no, I don't I don't need that. I I think a movie would work, but I would like to see Ross and Rachel still being Ross and Rachel. I and honestly not think it's going to be a. Like actor reunion, not necessarily a TV. Even show. better, yeah. They should just leave it alone. <laughs> I do, I'm I'm not sure about that. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I saw. Okay, because that just um, came out like couple past couple days. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, because ultimately, when you put Maeve and Otis together, yeah, what's I, you, gonna, what's you gonna want them to step? stay together? You know. And one of the things I was thinking about is. Uh, 
we're also limited on time because they're in school, mm-hmm. like semi-season. It's going to isn't be she in a grade above him, or are they in the same grade? She may be in a grade above him. I think she's slightly older. Um, because I think she's been in school for a year. Um, I think that Otis and Eric season one is their first year at that school. Right. Um, but that's what's going to be interesting is how, how long the, I hope the show goes forever. Well, yeah. But, you I know, think it's going to be one of those things like how are they going to. Four or five seasons would probably be yeah. good enough, I think. Yeah. I don't want to get into the college years. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, no, 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 no. I think even with like Grace and Frankie, you know, it became uh, like I feel like they try to do certain things, but then if you get Grace and Frankie away from each other too much, then it's like you lose what the show, what's good about what the makes show it, is those two being. Mm-hmm. But then again, if they're together all the time, I felt like there are certain things that Jane Fonda was doing in a couple, like in the middle seasons, that is the same thing, same thing, same thing, same okay. issue. And, you know, so then it's like thinking of new things. makes me want to get close to someone and snuggle? Fear. Salutations, I'm Melisette, and on A Frightful Fret with Melisette, I read classic horror stories combining audiobooks and audio drama into a podcast. Come away with me into the darkness and let me make your ears tingle with a sensation of terror. A Frightful Fret with Melisette, available everywhere podcasts are, and find us at frightfulfret.net Don't forget. I think what sex education did that was really good is it kind of flopped season two was kind of flopped on its end and you know I felt like it really mixed up a lot of things that you right. thought may just they kept magically be mm-hmm. fixed in season two. Right. I'm very excited to see what happens with Eric and Adam oh, in season three. Absolutely. I mean, Adam came out yes. um, at the school play. What was the play they did? Oh, Romeo and Juliet. What? Yeah, yeah. A sex odyssey. That, oh my God. That was the sexiest show I ever watched in my life. I want to, I, I, I wouldn't want to see, I don't want it to be a full like, length Shakespeare. I want it to be like Shakespeare abridged, yeah. maybe an hour long performance. That probably was what it was. Uh, I don't even think they got into like more than half an hour of it. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um it's a it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty legit yeah. so, show. So let's talk about we talk about Maven Otis and how they can't pay that off because then it's like what do we do now? Um Otis has had a couple of other utter a couple of <laughs> other Love interest, so to speak. Um, one of them being Lily, who, of course, Lily was the girl who writes Alien Erotica. She's super skinny and and wears her hair. Lily is my favorite. Puffs. Lily's awesome. Lily's very in touch with her sexuality. She has a condition with a vagina where it can only hold so much at a time, I guess is the best way to put it. No, it won't let anything in. Yeah, it's too tight. Yes. It's too tight. Good and all she her. wants to do is open it up. <laughs> 
It's like anxiety. Yeah. I think it's an anxiety She thing. tries to hook up with Eric. She tries to hook up with Otis. She tries to hook up with that dude after their dance um, in season one. And then that doesn't work because the whole kid, I think that's when she found out I have, I can't, maybe she knew already. Yeah. No, um, I, f- I feel like that's some, uh, well, yeah. Cause he was like, not. I can't get in there or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, but they, they still had fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. So her, her whole thing in season one, she wants to lose her virginity in season two. She befriends Ola who is Jakob's daughter. And then ironically enough for a little while, Jean was dating Jakob and Otis was dating Nola. And I'm like, how the fuck is this going to work? So you kind of knew it was doomed. Yeah. And then Ola, of course. I liked it. Slashed it. (laughs) I didn't like him with Ola. I didn't like him with Ola either. And I'm glad that she was bisexual too. Yeah. Because that, um, I, I like her with a girl better. Oh, much but better. She, she realized that too. I hope they play off of her friendship with Adam in season Yeah, because her and Adam were unlikely. Started. Because, yeah, yeah. Because after they both got fired, pair. he's like, "You're my friend," and then they hugged, and and that she's like, "Please I put me, cried. please put me down." And then Adam runs to the school and tells Eric how he feels, and Eric was dating uh, Raheem uh, throughout the season, and then after. The funny thing with Raheem and Eric, uh, Raheem, like, he looked like young Drake. I couldn't get it out of my head. I was like, oh, God, it's Drake. It's wheelchair Jimmy. It's wheelchair Jimmy. It's wheelchair Jimmy. I'm not wrong. No, look like not. Looked like young Drake. Hell, if Drake shaved the beard today, he'd look just like Raheem. And Raheem was super yes. nice, and he was out, and he realized that Eric was out, and he was everything that Raheem was trying to be about, so Raheem pursued him. Eric eventually accepted accepted he started seeing Raheem and stuff but then Eric was also sneaking off with Adam after he came back from military school to go break shit at night and then they would kiss and then that'd be it they wouldn't see each other all day yeah so Eric had this um he still had these loose ends with Adam while he's dating Raheem and then ultimately he had stopped seeing Adam but then Adam after he goes through getting fired and kind of realizing he's bisexual and makes a friend with Ola. He's like, I'm going to go after what I want. And the turning point for Eric, Raheem goes to church with Eric and his family. And Eric was like, I think he tried to hold his hand or something. He's like, oh, we can't do that. You know, we're, we're in church. Let's focus on God and everything. It wasn't a, they hate the gays. It's just more like, let's just focus on what we're here for besides anything like that. And Raheem's like, that's cool. And then the pastor comes up and he's like, God bless you. And says his mother and sisters and Eric, God bless you, Eric. And then he goes to Raheem and he's like, God bless you. And Eric's like, and Raheem's like, oh, I don't believe in God. And then the pastor's like, okay. <laughs> he just keeps like, it I don't know what to say to this. Yeah. And then, um, Eric's family's walking back and they're hanging back and the Eric and Raheem seem to have an understanding. He's like, he's like, I think it's really cool. We believe in that. And then uh, Eric's like, what do you believe in what? He's like, God, he's like, and believe in all that. And Eric's like, no, I totally believe in it. And Raheem's like, okay, that's fine with me. I don't believe in that because of the way my family was treated. I think, I think. so. Yeah. And how could yeah. there be a God if my family was treated this badly? And then his fa- his mother says to Eric, you don't act like yourself when you're with Raheem. And I think that struck a chord with Eric. And so when Adam came and proclaimed his love at Shakespeare, um, it really, I mean, he, well, even Raheem was like, you act like you never laugh with me. Like the way you, you laugh, laugh with, with him. him. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, because uh, the poster had all those dicks on it. And Raheem was just like, hmm. And Adam was like, ha, 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 you know. But what's funny is they are such an unlikely pair mm-hmm. that it's going to be really fun to see. Them actually dating. Yeah, yeah. And his parents, his, his family was so welcoming of Adam. Like, oh, hello, Adam. Yeah. How are you? And that's an awful I feel like his, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like his, uh, Adam's mom would be more than okay with yes. it. Yeah. Adam's dad will never be okay with anything. No. He he literally needs to get the stick out of his ass. Like, Can we talk about Amy? Let, let's talk about Amy. Yeah. I love Amy, too. Amy is May's best friend, and she is the girl whose who's boobies we see at the beginning of season one. Yeah. They're a great set. Yes. Um, yes. She has this great gap in her teeth, which makes her face... I, I love her gap in her teeth. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. And, like, of course, the, the British, sometimes their teeth aren't as perfect as America's, because America's <laughs> great. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Amy's just this adorable little girl. Not a little girl. She's an adorable woman. <laughs> adorable woman. And she's um, part of the Untouchables click in season one. And eventually she gets away from them. And she starts seeing Kyle. Um, right? Yeah, Kyle? Yeah. 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 She starts seeing Kyle by the end of season one. And then season two, she doesn't know what she's going to do with her life. She's like, I'm going to become a baker. And so she starts baking stuff for Maeve. And she's so nice to Maeve. Like, no matter what, she's there for Maeve. And she's a horrible baker. And she kind of knows it. Um, do you want to talk about the bus distinctly about Amy or was there other things to get into the bus? No, because here, so Amy gets on the bus to go to a public bus and some guy is jerk off. Yeah. Is jerking off. Some trash man. It it, it like gets on her Mm -hmm. and she, and it really has a profound effect on her. It doesn't really, it does not get on her. He's literally he he gets yeah. he comes on her. Fuck it. Yeah, he's yeah. wanking and then he comes on her and she's like, oh, my favorite. Uh, yeah, because he's trying to get the kept trying to get the jacket the jeans back. It was yes, her jeans because yeah. she wanted to get her jeans back from police. And and she plays it off so much towards the beginning, but mm-hmm. then it really starts to affect her. She can't ride. And the bus. that's that's the difference between season one and season two that I was trying to think of earlier is season two season one had like. Here's a regular sex problem. Here's a regular sex problem. I felt like season, uh, other than uh, in season one that happened, other than the abortion, I felt like that was the big, like, the big, oh. Mm-hmm. I felt like season two really got into a little bit more of, like, um, like m- uh, a mental idea of what things should, like like fighting against your mind. Yeah. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, trying to get out of your own head. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I felt like uh, her her like being assaulted like that was a problem for her. It was horrible. And uh, her and and I felt like Gene was going through a lot mentally. His uh, Otis's dad was going through a a lot because he's like alcoholic and and, and <laughs> a sexaholic and all this kind of stuff. So he has I, all I, kinds of issues. Yeah, I think that uh, I felt like they. They dealt with deeper issues in season two. They they really did because Otis, of course, has to. He comes to his dad when his dad's on book tour, and this yeah. is when Maeve's in the the quiz the quiz team yeah. uh, finals, and he's like, "How come you 
how come you left me? How come you weren't there for me? Like, it's one thing to divorce. He's like, because I divorced your mother. It's like, no, that's that's not it. You didn't just divorce mom. You left me. Yeah. As a thing. And and as a child of not a divorce, but of, of, of parents who weren't together. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. you know, when my mom wasn't there, there was a time for several years where I felt like she wasn't there. And of course, we made up for all that in my twenties and stuff. Thankfully, knock on wood. Shout out to you, mom. But I mean, I can kind of feel where he's coming from. It's like it's one thing if you don't love this person anymore, and then you leave them. But you left me, and I was a child, and you didn't realize how Otis didn't realize how much of an impact that had on him. So his, his mother looked at him and said, "You're acting just like your father, essentially." Yeah. And that because uh, he lied, he lied to her about doing the um. The the the, the 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 sex clinic. Yeah, yeah. I just, I I I feel like it, it was with with his dad. It was like you left both of us, but you like he didn't even like he he moved to the states. He didn't try to keep in contact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I felt like there was that that distance going yeah, on. There was and, a huge, I mean, it lived across the fucking ocean. Yeah, and you know? I don't feel like he was trying to stay connected with his son. No. Like not only am I gone, was it a like Skype I'm not call even trying every couple weeks. Yeah, it wasn't even like a we big saw deal. him like twice in season one, and I was all via Skype. I don't want to see him anymore. Yeah, that camping trip that they took that was, was disastrous. A, that was a that was a fun thing to add to season two, and Hooked I don't up need with to the see house you. with the um, desk clerk. And try to come on to Gene, of course. And yeah, I don't need any more Remy. But back to, back to Amy. I'm really glad. Um, what happened to her was horrible, but I am glad that they stayed with it. Because if they had moved yeah. away from it and just been like, oh, some random guy jerked on me, like, and they tried to play it off for laughs, I, I would have kind of fallen flat with me. Yeah. But the fact that it ultimately affected her relationship with Kyle, where she's like, I, I don't want to be with you at one point. Yeah. And. I mean, she didn't even want to be touched by I don't anybody. Want to be touched. She didn't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. She completely shut herself off. Yeah, and she was and seeing I the dude's like, face everywhere. It was just awful. What's funny is I feel like I feel like abortion is a is a hot topic, mm-hmm. but I feel like people talk about that m- more than something as small. As, it's not small, and that's the problem: is people play things off as that like that as something really small, right. and they like you don't realize how it affects somebody and i think having that i think this is such a good show because i feel like many of the things that happen in it are are things that people are going through and i feel like showing a character that goes through an abortion and showing a character that goes through something that may seem like something small to some people and even she she's the one that plays it off at first and Maeve being her friends, like, no, this is a problem. You need to go to the cops. Right. That's what I want for my birthday. It's like, I, I want you. To, yeah. I want us to go to the police. Yeah. yeah. So she, you know, she's the one that doesn't play it off at first. And then it's like, then it settles in for her. And I feel like the show's really good about finding things like that to bring up and you know being able to because I I feel like this show, even though it shows things, I feel like it's a <laughs> I feel like it's a good show for high school kids. It, too. it really is. I really, I really think so because, especially if you're not, you know, sometimes it's hard to talk to family about stuff like that. But I feel like that—that's what's so good about. Yeah, a lot that. of the sex like, stuff is played for laughs. 
but I, I do really feel like there is the education part is there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's always done in a funny Hell, way. Hell, there's shit I learned but, from this show, Tyler. I mean, I'm not even going to lie. The, well, the end of every episode, I felt like all of a sudden it was like a lesson was learned about our problem that we had earlier. Mm-hmm. And it's been funny leading up to that spot, but like the lesson's been learned and now you can go apply this to your life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they did um, a really good job. The the main boy, he watches the show with his family. Like I'm talking like grandparents. Oh, does he? Otis? Oh yeah, yeah. Like they they watch the whole show. Like grandparents, like the entire family yeah. sits down and watches this show. Which I just kept thinking of season two. Episode <laughs> one. I'm like he. Yeah, yeah. Otis to sit there and. Oh man, so. Let's see. We talked about a lot of people, but I'm not gonna be able to stay too much longer. Okay. Well, I that's didn't realize okay. what time it was. What time is it? Four fifteen. Four fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Um, how much time do you think we have left? Because uh, we've we've covered a lot. Uh, we did. We yeah. did. There, there's only a couple more things I want to talk about because we we managed to touch on everybody. I'm glad I had these nice little lists in front I'm, of us. I know. How nice. Uh, we got we got to talk about. I'm gonna save her for last. And then we'll wrap it up. Okay. So two, so one, there's one girl we got to talk about, and then there's one other girl we got to talk about. Okay. And then we can kind of close it out. So, Otis lost his virginity. That's what I said. I don't know if that really happened. I feel like I feel like they were both You feel drunk, like they didn't do it? And I feel like they didn't do it. I was hoping that she was going to get pregnant, but then they bought the... They got the day after, after, morning after, yeah. yeah. Like, but I, I feel like it didn't... I feel like it didn't happen. It was so downplayed. It was very downplayed, but here here's the thing. I feel they were both trashed. I saw them making out while after he see Otis does this thing where he he talks shit about Maven all to her face, and he's horrible to him because he gets super wasted at this get together that he's supposed to be having and turned into a full on house party. <laughs> and this is the night that uh, Gene went out with um, Maureen, and. So they have this full on house party. Otis gets super wasted. He's making out with Ruby at one point. Ruby's like the most popular girl in the school, arguably probably the hottest girl in the school. Mm-hmm. She's part of the Untouchables. She's like, beautiful. She's very she's beautiful. Gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they're making out at one point, and then you expect to see Gene come in and maybe Otis be passed out, throwing up or something. No, he's in bed with a girl, and not just any girl, the hottest girl in school. And they think they had sex. Can't remember if he used a condom. That was so funny. That shot of them laying in bed, and his ass is just hanging out. Yes. <laughs> ass up. <laughs> Ass up, face down. His mom's like, oh. Oh, and then she just closes the door. She's like, well, okay. Um, I think even if they didn't, I think there were some seeds laid is the thing. Because, of course, she's a... Ruby's like, like it's his penis. He's paying for it. Like when they go get the morning after pill, and and then they go to the woods and sit together and take it, and she's just being a straight bitch to him, and and she's like freaking out. But then... moment. They have a moment. Yeah, I was going to say, they had a moment. Yes. I thought you said that, but I was like, I didn't hear it. So I'm going to yes. say, what? <laughs> they did have a moment, like while she's taking a pill and they're talking and everything. And she talks about her family and why she acts the way she does a little bit and and why she's into nerdy dudes because they try harder and make her feel special and everything. She smiles at him. But then the thing is, he rides her back to her house on the bike and she's just not like hanging on like, Get me home, you loser. She's all cuddled up on him and head on his back and everything. And it looks like a very sweet moment. We shared this moment. Yes. We had sex. We think we've taken care of the problem. It could just be a one-off. But 
with the way that Maeve didn't hear his message and the fact that Isaac and Maeve may be a thing and Otis doesn't have a love interest because Ola's with Lily now. Why wouldn't, beginning of season three, I bet, yeah. Ruby be like, hey, Otis, what are you doing? You know, maybe maybe we <laughs> can hang out. Nerdy. Let's yeah, do I, it again. Like, you know, let's try it sober this time. I feel like we're going to see a Ruby-Otis thing. And I, I don't even think it's going to be a thing. I think they might actually go into a full-on relationship with those two because she's in the untouchables. I, yeah. He's not below her, so, so to speak. I think they may actually get into a real relationship. You'll see the effects of that on everybody, including Eric and Amy and, and Maeve, of course. And because Maeve admitted to him that she loved him. I'm so glad you he said rejected that, her because it's I think that that's I think that's the next logical yeah. step for him yeah. to actually be in a real relationship because Ola was kind of a thing. I'm stepping on you. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm stepping on you. No. I, I, Step I, away. I feel like I agree with you completely because they may have done what they did to, like you said, plant a seed. And then in season three, there this is going to explode more right. and become more of a a thing that they can see through. Yeah. And I, I'd really like to see them take that angle with um, Ruby because yeah. Ruby was an afterthought until that party. Because yes. Ruby had her scenes and she was funny. She yeah. was the mean girl. Yeah. Um, well, even on, 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 Anwar, Anwar, like he had how do I? Moment. Yeah, how do I douche? <laughs> how do I douche? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that but, that was you know cute. I feel yeah. like he even had a, a moment. I mean, Olivia was the one who uh, smothered her boy her boyfriend when they were upstairs practicing. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing is I felt like even she had a little bit to do in season one. I felt like Ruby had nothing really season one. Yeah, other than being season, mean, to Amy. Yeah, other than being mean, but like she had none of the problems were her sex problems. Right. And I yeah. So I'd really like to see that. One other thing before we get to the other character. I'm sorry. No, you're good. We forgot to talk about uh, Sex Education's version of the Burn Book going public. Oh my God, that was awful. Mr. Groff like, oh, stole Jean's notes she had taken on all the people she had talked to, all the students, all the teachers, his wife, because he couldn't figure out why his wife wouldn't take him back. And he wanted to know what they were talking about. And he found out he got so upset by what. She wrote down what Maureen had told him. He decided he's going to make copies of the whole notebook. I don't even think that we said that Jean taught at the school. No, we did. We did. Okay. They brought oh, her in yeah. after chlamydia is what I yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. She, she brought Jean, in, but she kept a notebook. She keeps uh, a notebook through the whole thing. Because she's a therapist. You know, yeah. if they come back, she can refer to her notes yeah. and be like, okay, how are you doing with your problem with um, choking yourself while yeah. you're wanking? You know, <laughs> this is an example. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it feels so good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, 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 I'm like, oh my God. And I love that there were parallels between her and her son. And they mm -hmm. were both taught, like, he helps certain people out better and she helps certain people out yeah. better. And it just goes to show that maybe he did learn something. Sex from kid. That's what his, he called us. Yes, sex kid. <laughs> The trials and, and tribulations know, of sex kid. That's what I should call this episode. Help, helping. He he helped people that she couldn't, and yeah. she helped people that he couldn't. Exactly. I, I like that. Maybe there will be something fun with them in season three. I'd like to see them be closer in season three. Yes. But as soon as Groff made those copies and started putting them around the school, I'm like, burn book, burn book, burn yes. book. Yes. Burn book. Mean Girls. Go watch Mean A, Girls. Adult edition. Yeah. And I... 
I, I eventually, I'm sure it'll come out that he may copy, so him and Gene may see each other and be like, I put the copies up, you dumb bitch, you know, yeah. some shit like that. Um, so I think it's going to come out. And I, I think they might try to redeem him at some point in season three. If he's in season three, which he doesn't have to be necessarily, if he's in season three, I, I feel like they might be. start the road back to him being redeemed, at least with being a father, not necessarily with him being back with Maureen, but mm-hmm. him, him and Adam's relationship, I feel like they might take steps to, baby steps to maybe make them be a better father and son. Yeah, I could see Maybe, that. if he's in season three. Maybe. Last person I want to talk about, and then we're going to close out so you can leave, because I know you have things to do, even though I could keep you here for another four hours. And I would stay. Viv. It's grandpa, it's grandpa. Viv. She is such a good character. I love Viv. She came on as Jackson's tutor when he broke his hand on purpose because he didn't want to be a like swimmer. Such a good, which we didn't talk about. That but was the pressure that his stepmother puts on him about swimming. He slammed his hand in a, a weight machine, broke it. That hurt. Me. Couldn't swim, <laughs> and then was ready to. He almost punched a mirror to cut his hand up again so that he wouldn't have to swim again, and she caught him. Um, Viv was on the quiz team. He he helped Viv with Dex, um, with getting to know Dex a little better, who thought her name was something entirely different. And Dex was like our third fastest Rubik's Cube guy in the, in the world, <laughs> which is interesting. I love their relationship together. Yeah. I love that it didn't turn into anything like... He didn't get drunk and, and yeah, bang no, her out. No, no. no. It, it's, it's a really beautiful friendship. And she was she was my favorite addition to season two. She was wonderful. And honestly, Ola didn't have much to do in season one. I felt like she had a lot to do. She was more of a thought in season one. Yes. She showed up here and there. Season two, I felt like she was a bigger character. Mm-hmm. So I felt like she was an addition to right. the main cast. Yes, she was. Uh, but I, I think Viv was Viv was the my best star addition. of season two. Yeah, she was so good. And I can't wait to see. Even after he Jackson just was mean as fuck to her. Yeah. She still went to her parents and told them what was happening. She's a good friend. And then after Jackson and his stepmother had that talk, and they kind of realized he's wonderful. done swimming and I'm in this play, he, he, he seeked her out after Shakespeare and was like, blah, blah, I miss you, blah, blah, blah. And you thought for a second, I was like, I was like, does he, is he into her? That was, that's interesting, but they, they played it right because they were just like straight up. I think that, I think that what may have happened is they You're did my that. best friend. They did that, like maybe like, again, planting a seed at the yeah. end of season two so that they can see what the reaction is from season two and then go forward with quite, season quite three. Quite possibly, because I loved Viv, man. I did too. Viv she was, was wonderful. so good. So good. Um, Give me more Viv in season three. Yes, and please. we had a lot of Viv already, I thought. Mm-hmm. so. Um, well worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Well worth it. So we've spent all this time. Oh, it's my brother's birthday tomorrow. We spent an hour and 24 minutes just talking about seasons one and two of um, sex education. So we want to tell y'all before and we, we could go, talk more. About we could talk it, more because so. there's a whole other show we want to talk about, but this kind of works out because <laughs> now we can talk about it more when it comes Did out. You stop the recording. No. Okay. Don't scare me like that. I didn't see the numbers. Maybe. That's okay. Um, so <laughs> there's a show that is coming back. We don't know exactly when. I that, think, it's, not I a think date. it's May or June. Okay. Was, a possibility. 
This originally came out in May of last year. And as soon as you watched it, similar to Sex Education, like, you got to watch the show. Because I watched the trailer, and I was like, that looks funny. But I'll see shit, and I'm like, that looks funny. Never go back to it. No. That's, that's me. There's so much shit that I want to watch. And it's 30-minute episode. 30-minute like, episode. Sex Ed is an hour episode. And this Dead show is called me. Dead to Me. Yeah, it's yeah. 30 minutes, very easy to watch, very entertaining, many twists and turns. Christina Applegate. Linda, Linda Cardinelli, Kellinelli, or Cardinelli, James Marsden. Yeah, um, for one season. Yeah, for for one. Yeah, season one. <laughs> uh, we're we're not going to spoil anything other than that. But uh, we highly recommend Dead to Me, and I will tell y'all that y'all can probably expect me to track down Tyler again to talk about Dead to Me if I don't track him down and talk about something else with me, yes. um, in the near future. But, guys, that's Sex Education. Go watch that TV show on Netflix right now. Seasons 1 and 2 is available. And, Tyler, um, I always have my, my uh, what do I call it? God, it's been so long since I've done the podcast. What, what do I call it? Words of wisdom for today. So, you've yes. already offered millions of uh, recommendations. Um, if you have another recommendation, say it. If you want to just say some words of wisdom off the top of your head, say that. And then I'll get us my out My favorite today. That we can just leave everybody with. So if you can't beat them, fuck them. If you can't beat them, <laughs> fuck them. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. So Tyler, thank you so much for thanks for having helping me, me break into the cat <laughs> so we could uh, record this break podcast. Uh, we didn't break in. We just scoured the whole building for an empty room. And we the found room one. Was unlocked, and we were in the biggest room possible. So the yes. Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast deserves that. So I'm Kellen Conley. This has been Tyler Kovar. Yep. He's going to go to his grandfather's birthday party now. Go watch Sex Education and Dead to Me. Yes. And all the other things we recommended. And uh, until next time, thanks, y'all. Bye. to subscribe and comment this has been a hyphen podcast network production they're the bestest i'm getting paid at exposure